Hello, Sam. Hey, Nathan. What's up? Oh, not much. Just um, recording a podcast episode. You know, I feel like I'm doing a lot of the heavy lifting here with the quality of my video <clears throat> lighting and compositional aspects. Well, yeah. that's Sorry. like just your opinion, man. That's <laughs> true. Oh, how's it going? Here, hold on. I'll help you. Okay, here. Let me help you. Okay. There please. we go. Ah, beautiful. I've got this weird gray hair swoop thing going on. You do. I was... How's... Sorry. Oh, sorry. I lost the accent. Right. So I was uh, going <laughs> to ask you, actually, because I've noticed something about you uh, on your face, uh, particularly the top of your face, uh, seems to be a large amount of hair. Yeah. And I know that I also have quite a bit going on now. Does um, your hair I, seem to I grow say, longer? Can I, pivot, can I pivot to just happy birthday, by the way? I, oh. I did text you on the day, by the way. I don't know if you saw. I'm sure you were just inundated with texts. But Oh, my God. Did you text me? I did, yeah. January 1st. <clears throat> cool. I'm good to go anytime today. Podcast today. Uh, free today. Gen Z is so uncreative. You did say uh. thank you. So, but for anybody listening, it was Nathan's birthday. Like, oh, ago. I did say it. I did say it. Yes, happy, <laughs> happy birthday. Thank you. Thank your you. Mic, your mic is a little peaky. My, You're oh, my, Should we just cut check. cut right into it? This will probably be a pretty quick conversation. But um, if you look down immediately after, I wished you happy birthday. Um, yes. Oh no, this was actually before that, but. You did ultimately see the matrix sometime between when I initially told you, spoiler alert for anybody who's, who cares, the new matrix movie is, is awful. And I said it was a disaster and I, I upset you a bit. I hope I didn't taint your, your perspective going into it, but it was, I mean, it was a complete disaster. There was no, what did you think? So I, Okay. <clears throat> I have complex feelings. I have complex feelings about it. Uh, I mean, The Matrix is a complex movie and franchise. I yes. feel like, honestly, the first one was the only good one, in my opinion. But So I, I actually I disagree with that. So I, I – okay. The, this past year, over a year now, I've been participating in a movie club called You Are in a Video Store. And the movie club, uh, You Are in a Video Store – uh, conceptually is you you it's on, it's a Twitch stream. You go in, uh, you, you know, you boot up the Twitch and they pot, you know, they broadcast every, every Tuesday night and you talk about movies. You talk about what you watched this week. And then we talk about, and then we show some new arrivals of like, are, what, are these people, you know, in real life as well. Like th all this friends. is, yeah. The, the hosts of the show are, are, is one of Benit's best friends from okay. Austin who now lives in LA. Cool. And him and his his partner do a uh, a show, <clears throat> and then and then it's movie club. The last part of it, where we watch a you know pick a movie and then wa wa talk about the the movie that we picked last week. So throughout this past year, I have garnered a completely new perspective on movies. It's 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 much more now. I feel much more holistic about movies. A, l a little bit less critical in terms of like you know, hard line about what's good and what's bad and a little bit more open about like, okay, let's see what these, you know, more, more of like a kind of an art form of, I like this direction or I don't like this direction, but I can, you know, ultimately gather something about any movie that, that I watch. And I've watched all kinds of weird movies. I never would have watched before um, the, the pandemic and everything. Okay. So That's awesome. <clears throat> all that said, nice little community. 
it's a great, yeah, great little community. All that said, I, I wanted to watch The Matrix. Matrix is, in my opinion, possibly the greatest movie ever made. It's me and my friend were talking about it the other day and was trying to, we were trying to figure out what's the what's the greatest movie of all time. And no, I think the Matrix I think the Matrix is a, is a contender. Uh, could, what, what would you say? Uh, Jurassic say Empire Park. Strikes Back. No, okay, Empire Strikes, Empire Strikes Back. back. An interesting, no, no interesting. Matrix the the original Matrix hit like a bombshell. Uh, it was it was an absolute massive blockbuster, and it was preceded, if you remember, by months and months of what is the Matrix. I don't remember um, any of that. I didn't know really? that the Matrix had even existed as a film until one of my friends had rented it like months after it was already out on video. So this must Whoa. have been maybe a year later, you know, because he's oh taking ever for things to go to Oh my God, you didn't see it in theaters? I didn't see it in theaters. I, I knew nothing about it. I just, I was me, a bunch of friends in high school, uh, like hanging out in, in a basement and we were like, let's watch it. Let's watch the matrix. And I was okay. like, sure. I've never seen it. And they were like, what? And so the whole time they were like, kind of trying to guide me through. I was like, is he dreaming? Is he dreaming now? What's going on here? <laughs> what is this movie? I knew nothing about the marketing campaign. Yeah. I just, I, for whatever reason that tends to happen to me with a lot of things in, in life, but yeah. I, so even back in the day. Yeah, man. Always. I don't know what, I don't know how I missed it, but I did. It's not like I never went to the theater. I, I saw all kinds of movies, but I missed the matrix. So the, okay, well, either way, what happened with the matrix and the reason that it was so huge, wasn't just that it's an incredible, absolutely amazing film. It also has to do with a lot of the buildup that happened before the movie came out. There was all of these cryptic TV ads and previews all asking like, what is the matrix? It didn't really say any, almost anything other than that, that showed almost no footage other than a couple of like crazy bullet time. That's awesome. Um, you know, things. And so everybody went into this expecting like with, with sort of weirdly, like no expectations because they didn't really know what you were about to watch. And at the same time, it was so good that it just, everyone's minds just got completely blown, of course. And, and sure. to this day, it's, it's a mind blowing movie. I so, think it's <clears throat> even more powerful now than it like was. I feel oh, like in the last yeah. few years, especially sort of coinciding with, uh, all kinds of technology improvements like being realized and actually launching into existence yeah vr and talk to the metaverse and all that stuff it's um yeah the matrix is still right. more impact than even back then i think not to mention yeah. it it set a bar for for visuals in films that was like impossible to um to attain um in any other way because of the way that they shot it it wasn't just like computer effects. It was a lot. It was special effects, just special camera effects uh, in terms sure. of like the, the whole bullet time thing. Which, um, by the way, looked way, way, way better than the newest movie. Well, we're gonna, well, hold on. We're going to get to that. I'm, get, I'm keeping going. We're going to get to that. So okay. the first Matrix was this incredible piece of work. The, the second one built on the story, you know, was, was, was different. It was very controversial because it wasn't as good as the first one, but at the same time, it, it, over this, over the course of time, it stands the test of time, I think is as, as okay. good. It's been a I, while since I've rewatched it. Yeah. So I rewatched all three of them over the course of the last six months. And I garnered a completely like new appreciation for, especially the third one. I think the third okay. one's actually amazing. Wow. It's, it's good. It's good. It's, it's not as good as the first one. It's not going to be, but 
it if you have you seen the animatrix no okay it's really good it's really really good and it's it's like better than the the other movies for sure and Um, when was that released is this a newer that was released i think it was released after the second one or maybe it was released before the second one but it takes place in revolutions and reloaded were both 2003 i think they filmed them back to back like they filmed them back to back and they what was crazy about it too at the time is that they released the reloaded and everyone was like whoa and it was you know it was it was a hit at the box office but it wasn't like um you know it was very you know it's divisive because they did did some weird things in it um yeah like a giant dancing yeah the the dancing scene (laughs) and like confronting agents and like some stuff that was a little controversial but again watch going back and watching them now it's like it's it's just a it still continues to be the the lines of dialogue continue to be very matrixy very um you know quotable and iconic the the visuals are totally good you know there's some weird cgi but it's nowadays it's actually not bad so anyway all that to say matrix is a lot about story and so when when the matrix 4 came out um this past week or two weeks ago, I was expecting a story heavy thing. Let's, let's, let's change. What did you, what did you uh, think of it? Uh, I honestly couldn't even finish it. I tried to watch it on and off over the course of about three days. Cause I just, it could not hold my attention. I thought it was totally bizarre. The approach they took. It's like they tried to reboot it in the weirdest freaking way yeah. you could possibly imagine. At first I was like, okay, there was a moment where I thought it had potential and that this tact of, talking about the matrix and putting Neo Keanu Reeves character, whatever in the world, as we know it in our actual lives with the matrix being a video game now and all this stuff. I thought there was a chance that this, like they were going to fold in on themselves in a way that could really mess with your brain, but it was just done really poorly. And at the end of the day, everything just looked so freaking fake. I, I mm-hmm. couldn't – and that's the thing I remember from the, the second and third one as well. The first really chose its moments well with how it implemented CG. And mm-hmm. yeah. like it, it was sort of like the Jurassic Park approach. Far between, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was like the Jurassic Park approach where it just right. – whatever decisions they were making about how they were using CG and, and blending it with practical effects were perfect. And they just threw that out the window – uh, with the second and third one, well, not completely, but they were like pushing themselves out the window in the process. To, and they were really film, pushing the the, yeah. the special effects on the second and third one. They were pushing themselves probably too far, I think is what happened. Is like, they were oh, like, yeah. we want to tell this like crazy thing and we want to have like a hundred thousand agents sure. and like. And that was cool. At least they had unique and it, novel it kind of okay. shots behind it. But, uh, you know, I, that, that, it didn't break aspect the of the newest one was just i like i said i couldn't even finish it because the story was so just it it was not compelling and uh kind of bummed me out it just did i think that's that seems to be sort of everybody's kind of take on it but i would love to hear your your thought did you finish i'm assuming you finished it did you actually see it in a theater no <clears throat> i saw it in my house while i was watching it i was confused <laughs> and i thought that it was almost like maybe a joke, um, especially the, <laughs> yes, exactly. the, the first, right. the first really 30 minutes, especially the, 
there's one line that really still kind of gets to me, okay. which is the like they're like we want to reboot you know the Matrix. We want to they want we you need know, the, a new the higher, bullet time. The hires the <clears throat> higher ups want uh, you know a Matrix four. Yeah, and um, and I'm like, okay, it's like the higher ups, <laughs> Warner Brothers. Yeah. They literally say Warner Brothers. Yes, and I, I was like, yeah, I was cringe, like, what? so cringy. I was like, okay. Anyway, so that aside, I watched the movie, and I'm sitting there being like, everything about this movie is boring. The fights are incredibly boring. Yep. I was like falling asleep during the fights. All the exposition is just like so much. A lot of the shots seemed really lazy, like they were just shooting they were almost like shot for shot doing a lot of stuff from the first movie yeah um they were trying to do kind of a reboot with you know this whole thing yeah kind of they were trying to sort of like do a parallel yeah you know parallelism or whatever and by the end eventually there's this kind of you know insane uh you know chase or whatever where there's like bodies falling which to me was actually legitimately pretty creepy oh Um, right i did see that I did see um, that. That was very, very creepy. And yeah. and then sort of the end is just just, this just to describe thing. it. So the the agents started in, in incredibly high numbers, taking over human bodies, and then turning them into little body bombs, throwing yeah. themselves out the window, just raining human beings. Yeah, and it was to it's really try creepy. and stop them from escaping in a car chase. Yeah, it was super creepy. I mean it. Makes sense. Like it's probably the most practical, real thing. Yeah. That it, you know. It, yeah, I was like, whoa, sure. this is this is insane. This is it, totally. It crazy. seems like a pretty valid tactic for an AI to try because obviously they wouldn't. But it was just, yeah, it was creepy. It, it, it was, was it was really a bit creepy. upsetting to be honest. Yeah, it was. Weird. It was. Yeah. And so anyway, I finished the movie, and both me and and Abby looked at each other and were like, "That was just terrible." That was like. So so bad. It's so boring. Yeah. Um, and they had and... so much time. They had so much time to do it well. I it it blows my mind. It four months of shooting. And yeah, but I mean, it was twenty years since yeah. they came out. So here's the thing, though. Since then, I've read a number of. So well, my first thing I did was I texted a few of my friends and said. <laughs> I thought it was the worst movie I've ever seen. Screw this film. <laughs> it's up um, and the responses that I got back were, I love the movie. Watch it no, again. No. Uh-uh. From multiple people. Then I don't trust these people. That's and crazy. so I'm like, okay, did I miss something? And I started no. thinking back on it. I, I thought about it all night because there's something about the, I didn't really hate the characters and the story. I just felt like it was strange, but there were certain moments in the film where I was like, okay, let me just see what's going on here. So I kept thinking about it. And then I read an interesting article on a um, site called Inverse, which is all about like movie reviews and stuff. And they made an argument that was basically like, The Matrix 4 is a full-on attack on The Matrix. And their argument was that Lena Wachowski is a master of aesthetic. That she, she did you know The Matrix, she did Speed Racer. Like she did um, all kinds of these, these movies that have really, really strong aesthetic. There's, there's gotta be a reason that this movie looks as boring and as underwhelming or whatever as it is. And the, 
argument essentially goes that this is what they were going for. They were going for something completely opposite of the aesthetic of the original Matrix to the point where they were literally showing you scenes from the Matrix while the Matrix yeah, 4 was going I on. I hated that, by the way. Projected on like torn up curtains on a yeah. stage, a theater, so, on an abandoned theater. It's like, this is awful. So the question is okay. why, though? So the question is why? And the answer may be that it's on purpose, that, uh, that it's, it's the whole point is to like have a film that is, I mean, it's clear from the beginning that everything's very monotonous in this version of the matrix, the whole, this whole matrix, this one that has, so like in the timeline of it, right. Neo, Neo goes in the third movie, he goes to the core of the matrix and like, they reboot the matrix with his yeah. help, get rid of the agent Smith, all these viruses and stuff that have been plaguing the matrix and they want to rebuild a new matrix. And so they have this analyst that in the new movie, that's constantly talking about how, what we wanted to do is we wanted to make like a really boring matrix, like a matrix that just like sits there and like, doesn't do anything. And there's not these crazy fights and stuff. And the Merovingian shows up and he's like, we used to have style and, and that's why I, I, that's the other thing that has really bugged me about this movie that has been plaguing me ever since is that like Neo is in jeans and like a, basically a t-shirt and a blazer for the most, almost the entire movie. Yeah. They're not in cool trench coats. It, it And it brought me back to a really, really great uh, John Waters quote, which I really want to find. Okay. Um, it doesn't which, matter why it just sucks. Somebody, they just made a bad movie. This is, they weren't going for making mm -hmm. a bad movie. That's no, it's just a bad movie. And I don't know. I, I saw actually some behind the scenes footage of um, the fighting, like practice uh, with Keanu Reeves. And it actually looked amazing. The, the, the actual real life, like iPhone footage of him training with the side by side comparisons of the, the mm -hmm. movie uh, as it played out on film, like it looked awesome <laughs> without all this like weird whatever they did it's like everything had a weird augmentation to it that just looked like you couldn't connect it was like uncanny maybe it was like an uncanny valley type thing but not quite it's really bizarre i also just am totally over the trinity and neo storyline didn't they do that yeah. in the last ones too like this is so ridiculous guys they should have done a matrix within a matrix and called it a day like that. yeah it it well the movie is a love story and it's I know, like it's, it's so weird dumb. that like i don't know it's it was just very strange it made me so basically i you know i saw it on like you know my screen at home with very bad sound did you rewatch it by the way sorry i haven't rewatched it i really okay. want to watch it in theaters so i think i'm i'm going to i'm going to watch it again in theaters you know, everybody said, and even I think I, at the time, the first time I saw The Matrix Reloaded, I said I, I didn't like it at all. Um, I ended up yeah. seeing that movie five times in theaters. Like, so I'm thinking, wow. like, I want to give The Matrix 4 another chance. I, I do want to give it another chance. I don't want it to be bad. I don't want it to be horribly boring and stuff, but... It, they were they were also making an argument the scene you know the what's the classic scene of the matrix right it's this like bullet time where he's like where yeah. neo's like moving backwards right. in this movie the the quintessential scene is like him and uh trinity at a coffee shop and he's leaning forward and you know listening to her yeah uh, right and that's that's like the difference between these two and so they've they've chosen L lana wikowski has chosen for whatever reason, this like really straightforward, boring, 
A B camera yeah. like shot idea for the Matrix Four instead of like this classy thing. And I oh, I don't yeah. quite get it, but I'm willing to give it another shot because I just feel like there's got to be something there. Either that, and, and if if I still hate it, then I want a way. I want a way to to publicly unsubscribe from <laughs> these reboots because like they're so yeah. bad. The 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 you know Star Wars reboots. I, like, I thought all they were going bad. to like, maybe go like the beginning of the movie where it was almost shot by shot, line by line, the exact same as the original Matrix. Are they gonna do almost? Uh, yeah. Um, what the uh, freaking Force Awakens did, or it wasn't shot by shot, but this the threads and themes were the exact same. It was same like, look waves. how big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, and yeah, it was basically a reboot of A New Hope, and I thought they were doing that kind of. But with slightly different character, it was, I don't know. Yeah, maybe we should just watch it again. But at the end of the day, we should probably wrap the conversation up because it was an awful movie and, and awful movies like that bad. Movies this bad aren't worth talking about for more than this length of time. <laughs> I just, you know, There's I'm going to, I'm going to come say. back. I'm going to come back and we're going to revisit this once I've, once I've rewatched the movie. Um, I do want to watch it again. And um, we're, I'm just going to see what happens because I just. I'm curious. Again, think- Speed Racer yes. also yeah. is one of my favorite movies. Okay. Nice. I don't know. I haven't seen that actually. I need to. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) I've heard. Yeah. But I I will say the, um, I'm curious if it tested poorly as well, which is why they went straight to HBO or have really, really high quality films been coming like direct to streaming services. I know like good ones with strong names. I have, mean, Dune did like Dune, Dune did. Dune, You're right. Well, Dune kind of sucked both. too. I mean, it was okay. No, it, did, it was what? visually amazing, but it wasn't Ugh. great. I didn't think disagree. Disagree completely. I loved it. Any, any movies you're looking forward to this year being released? Top Gun perhaps. Is that coming out? Oh my God. I'm so stoked for Top Gun. You don't even know how stoked yeah. I am for Top Gun. I'm, I'm, I'm seen an IMAX. Yeah. It was one of my favorite movies growing up on VHS. The new one looks great. Like, yeah visually and you know this time they're like blasting tom cruise off an actual carrier you know they've they've it's put insane. him in the yeah. actual air he's it's like he wants to die in one of his stunts i think yeah. that's how he wants to go out he's just going to keep pushing until, until that happens did you see or have you heard much about the new uh shifting gears here the new leica the m11 no no oh. New Leica is rumored uh, and has started to leak, actually. Entire videos of people using it have leaked on Vimeo. Uh, whoever, I guess whoever produced or made the, the promotional materials accidentally leaked it. And it's a, uh, yeah, I think it's coming out for pre-order in the next week or maybe two weeks at most. So, so what is it? Times. Well, it's the M11. So it's been a long time since a brand new iteration of the M series cameras have come out. That's the rangefinder, like classic Leica camera. All the digital versions started with the M8, which wasn't even full frame, and then the M9, which was awesome, but like ISO 600 is as high as you could push it. Wow. Then the M240, uh, which is uh, one I still own, and then the M, which is people just call it the M10. Uh, so the M240 um, was the first one to have video implemented and, and like a really nice pivoting viewfinder that was detachable. Right. Solid leap in like, the fusion of digital and analog, which was always going to be interesting to watch play out from a company like Leica, who's obviously very, mostly known for their film and sort of just analog approach. So the M11, all the specs are are still rumored, but it 
is more or less confirmed that it's it's definitely coming out. Uh, I think they're announcing it in France uh, in two days, actually, this Friday. And then I think pre-orders are going to happen in like two weeks. It's going to have, get this, 64 gigabytes of internal memory. Ooh. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Uh, okay. It's going to have a new uh, EVF. Like um, it's going to have, I think, the traditional optical rangefinder, but an, an attachable one in the hot shoe, oh. an up updated version of that, which is long overdue because they they still use like a third party one that Leica didn't even develop. It was almost like an off the shelf thing that uh, basically since 2010 was the or so maybe 2012 was the only option, and it's just very dated. And uh, okay. yeah, so it's exciting because this will probably be the flagship M camera for maybe even another decade. I mean, they'll, they'll iterate with like upgraded sensors and maybe different finishes and some other random stuff. But yeah, overall, um, it seems like every time they launch, you know, a new number, 9, 10, and, or 9, M240, I don't know why they went that direction for that one series. And now the 10 and now 11. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a big deal. And I think it's going to have a pretty awesome sensor. I think it's going to have some really well-equipped um, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, uh, kind of I've, maybe some cell phone transferability. They have a pretty good app and ecosystem built out using their medium format and other uh, mirrorless cameras like the SL2. Uh, people are generally, I think, pretty happy with how they've improved um, all those systems. So it's okay. long overdue for the M series to have those and, the, you know, People care a lot about what Leica does with these bodies because it's just the classic Leica look, uh, right? As far, and and use and handling and everything. So there's um, it's it's yeah. so funny how there's like a certain type of photographer, and I'm sure that there are some people listening that are are this type of person that are just they were just born to hold a Leica, yeah. you know, born to get that rangefinder in their hand and like get out on the street and like I don't know if I I'm definitely not I don't feel like I'm that type of of photographer, but I, I feel like every time I meet somebody that is like a, like a shooter, I'm, I always feel like I've got this, like, good on you, dude. Good on you. <laughs> it's I'm, a style I'm, thing. I'm with you, it's, man. It's like people that like certain collectible cars or something. It's hard to, yeah. it's hard to relate it to some other <clears throat> product because it's a camera, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're right, but it is a vibe and it is a feeling it's a and vibe. A way it's and a, a process of shooting. It's a way of life. It's not going to have image stabilization, like on the sensor level, which is kind of a shock to me. Huh. That's the yeah. rumor. At least it's going to have USB-C. Awesome. Internal memory. Pretty great. And I think the core sensor is going to be 50 megapixels. So that's going to last quite a while. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm curious, uh, if they're going, if they don't have any other sort of, like, I was really hoping maybe somehow they could pull off a hybrid rangefinder optical with, you know, almost like the Fuji style. Yeah. I just don't think that's doable with a full frame sensor or somebody probably would have done it by now. And I'm just not sure. I mean, it's going to sell like crazy, but I don't know if it's going to have the staying power that the other cameras have had, you know, if, if there's not, anything new in terms of feature set to bring it because all the lenses are manual focused. You need something operationally in the camera that just, you know, is, is modern and like amazing, like eye tracking that Canon has pushed out or face tracking. I really like want to try these, that. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty amazing. The, uh, I'm assuming you read my review, but uh, yes. the Canon R3. Yeah. Anyway, so It'll be exciting to see what the M11 looks like. I've still got so many Leica lenses. So if you're already in that 
world. Yeah. Um, it's an exciting time, but yeah, if you're just sitting from the sidelines, uh, you know, it may not be that interesting, but they yeah, are but beautiful I think cameras. It's, I don't know. It's, I feel like, I feel like oh, like a coming out pixels. They're saying it's 60? It might be a 60 megapixel. Ooh, nice. Sensor. That's crazy. I feel like that's fine because again, you're, you're not really shooting the volume that, you know, other, other cameras are shooting with sure. like, um, <clears throat> And so I think there's no no issue with having like nice big files that you can really mess with. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I feel like I feel like like coming out with there's just always something special. But here's you know? the thing: with a 60 megapixel sensor, the focus is going to be very unforgiving. If you miss focus, it's yeah. I mean. Well, yeah. I, I think everybody experienced this from like the jump of 15 megapixels sort of being the average uh, sort of range, 15 to 20 megapixels, maybe 18. That was like the average range for years of most DSLRs. Yep. And then they jumped, you know, pretty quickly accelerated beyond 20 and people started to think certain cameras some legitimately had issues, but like the D850 in particular, I remember when that came out, such a high resolution sensor, people thought it was soft with autofocus, but it was really not any worse than cameras, other sure. uh, cameras. It was just that now you've got twice the resolution to zoom in and see how soft your lens is or yeah. how, how, you know, it, it hit the eyelash instead of the actual eye or something. Right. So it's kind of crazy uh, to think that a 60 megapixel manual focus camera is going to work. It's <laughs> going to be, yeah, it's going to be interesting. You really got to get your focus. So uh, maybe they'll have a new focusing me mechanism aside from just uh, peaking, which their peaking was always really good, mm -hmm. even with the uh, the original M240. I don't know that the 9 ever had it, but... You're talking peaking, about like focus peaking? Yeah, like with like the red highlight. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, it's... But 60 megapixels seems like a lot for something that's manual focus only. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, there are some people that uh, claim to shoot weddings like yeah. exclusively on Leicas, which I find impossible, but okay. I could see maybe an elopement or something, not so much action. And that you, you probably have, the have to have a spe specific type of client for that that is expecting you to be shooting with a Leica. And expect the uh, situation to to be like you'd have to have a certain approach yeah. if you're shooting with manual focus only. Like you'd have to be able to interject or guide and direct people in a way that you know it might take them out of the moment in some ways. Maybe not. I don't know. But like I'm just trying to imagine somebody literally walking down an aisle toward you. Like that's going to be a problem with a manual focus camera. Yeah, you know, unless you're really especially a rangefinder. Yeah. Like unless, yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, it's what it is. I don't think it's going to be uh, much of a video camera. It's certainly going to have it, but it's, I don't think it's because when you're doing video, manual focus is a lot more tolerable. In fact, a lot of videographers, that's all they shoot is manual. I'm surprised that they're not leaning into some, maybe, maybe they will. Maybe it'll just be all software iterations of improved video experience, but can I make a prediction? Sure. One day, maybe this will be five years from now maybe 20. I feel like yeah, we're going to we'll, look we'll back be 55 in 20 years. Jesus. <laughs> when we're oh. 55 year old fogies, I think that we're going to look back at this time and be like, why the hell did we think that it was a good, who, who thought it was a good idea to make a photography camera, like a camera that did stills and video. 
I think what? we're gonna. Of I think course in the, not. No. I think in the future. No, in the future, I think we're gonna be like, why did we do that? Now we have a dedicated photo photo camera, and we have a dedicated video camera. No way. We'll and only have video. That's all we're gonna have. We're just gonna have video shooting the we're silent mode on the R three dumps 30 frames per second raw files. It is just a video clip. It's a video push. And I'm desperate for some kind of partnership between Canon and Adobe to where, imagine if it, if it were Oh my like God, this, dude, okay? no, I know exactly If you going. half press the shutter and it flags in metadata somewhere that you yep. are started recording. plus or minus going to want. And then when you take the picture, it just virtually flags. flags the moment for you, but it's still capturing 30 frames per second the entire time your autofocus is And then you uh, just spun you just up. scrub back and, and forth. And then Adobe and Lightroom could auto stack everything just like a live photo on your phone. So you just it can auto stack and with flag and then anytime you want, you can scrub back and forth, burst that stack open, look at everything, close That's it back it. up. That's what it needs to be. This That's is blowing my mind that, yeah, it's so sad there doesn't, this could it's all sad. be done today and in code if there was any type of and cooperation between people, but whatever. Uh, I think that's, but that that's still me. photo cameras as they exist won't. won't. Um, certainly by the time we're in our 50s, it'll just be video and you can just grab. I, now, people will still have still photos. I've always believed the power and the, the, the fact that a still photo is instantly gratifying. You don't really have to sit down and actively yeah. appreciate it. It can just be there sort of ever present in your home. We'll always have more staying power than anything with motion because anything with motion is going to distract you and anything that distract yep. you is going to, if, if it's going to be a value, you're going to want to like sit down and experiencing experience it. You don't want constantly moving photos, even subtly all around your house all the time. That would be insanely disorienting. It would I be would really imagine. disorienting. So I feel it like seems, I've seen some like black mirror episode or something or maybe just some kind of sci-fi movies that are that have yeah. that on the walls where you're just, oh minority report i think is probably okay. what i'm thinking about and it's like the harry potter universe and stuff but you know yeah. what i think is more likely to happen is still photos are going to be the the actual media but digital frames will be able to animate with subtle movements with CG rendered interpretations of that still frame if you want and AI. it will be able to animate it without you having to make a little video product as the photographer. It'll just see Nathan and know how to turn your face and like render it with shocking accuracy. I mean, people have, That's true. this That's has gone true. viral yeah. where like older people look at yes. pictures of yes. like their loved ones from when they were really young and they're CG animated and they look shockingly, AI yeah, AI animated and they look shockingly correct to what yes. that person would have been like if it was an actual video. So yeah. Did yeah. you see that uh, Frederick Douglass one? That one was crazy. Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I don't know. Yeah. It's been a while since I saw whatever it went viral like last year, I think. Yeah. <sighs> Things go times. viral and then they go away. Uh, uh, when is your next wedding? Do you have anything on the books? I have an inquiry for a wedding on January 14th. Other than that, I don't think it's for another mm -hmm. month or two. Like a week and like, a half. Oh. Yep, they have not confirmed. Nice. I don't Oops. think it's going to happen. We'll see. Hmm. Um, but that would be really great because it's a little little wedding in um, in DC. Oh, it's awesome! Nice. But um, we'll I see. had a last minute elopement book me a uh, week and a half ago, but I've had two people, uh, two of my February, two of my three February weddings have reached out saying, "Hey, we might have to cancel." Oh, 
I know. <laughs> I it's dude. I mean, Omicron. Can't dude, COVID it. anxiety I don't is even, at an all-time high right now. I don't even want to talk about it at any great length. I'm just kind of – I just can't believe it. But Can't believe it. I've got three in February and then only like two and a bunch of conferences in March. So we'll see what happens. Thankfully, my spring isn't too busy. It really kicks into high gear in May per usual. But I'm worried, man. I'm a little worried. I'm not worried about May or the summer. I think we're going to have seasonal COVID every winter from now on. And yep. once we get through this and, you know, hospitals have proven they're not going to completely collapse as a system or what have you, if they prove that, hopefully, uh, if once we get through this every winter, it's just going to be the same story around January, things are going to go crazy. And then towards the end of January into February, it's going to peter out just like before. It's just going to be a seasonal thing, just like the flu and everything else. Who knows? I don't want to really talk about it anymore than to say, if anybody else is dealing with cancellations again, uh, I'm right there with you. It's not heart goes out to you. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay. So I think we, we did a good job kind of rehashing our complaints about the matrix. If anybody listening, uh, actually really legitimately enjoyed it. Like some of your friends did, Nathan, yeah. I would love to know why. Hit me, <laughs> well, hit me on the DM story. Yeah. Yeah. Was there anything at the end that like left you feeling, whoa, no thoughtful than any. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Soft. Oh, you mean like after it was over? Yeah, um, it's like a, I don't know how to describe I, honestly, I was just, I was really just confused. I think the main, the main thing was I really hated the cinematography. I thought that it was okay. like strongly bad after reading that review and a couple of other opinions, I'm starting to think maybe it was on purpose. And if that's the case, then I'm that, that makes me interested. At, even if I, even if I ultimately find it still boring, yeah. um, and still like maybe the, you know, bad, bad or whatever, or like at least, you know, it was done for a reason. And that I can get on board with in, in a way that um, the rise of Skywalker, I will never get on board with <laughs> okay, because it enough. was a piece of trash. We don't, we don't have to get into that again. It was uh, trash. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, we'll hopefully touch base soon. And, oh, Ed, you, you yeah. didn't, you didn't say anything about what I'm wearing. What are you wearing? I'm wearing like a Christmas you know, gift this for whole my father-in-law. been a pixelated blob to me. I have been in great resolution, but I think whatever system we're using is sacrifices. Uh, oh, bummer. Your, oh, okay. I see. Well, I see. If, if you could yeah, see you me. like, uh, you know, uh, somebody that listens to fish when we were in college. College, college stoner outfit. Yeah. That's uh, it. My father-in-law gave me this for my, for Christmas this year. Sure. I saw this on the quad at CNU um, <laughs> with a Frisbee nearby and probably a yes, joint. Yes, 100%. It's good. Uh, bear with us as we keep wading our way into video versions of these podcasts. Yeah, we're, but we're doing our best here. Doing our best. And that's I think that's really the theme of this season in I think all of our lives just is we're just we're just doing our best here. Okay. We're just doing our best. We're doing our best. We are shooting all of the weddings and we are doing our best. Yes. I and like we're it. not getting COVID and we're surviving. No COVID. And if we are getting COVID, we're surviving. Uh, let's let's stay away from that. All right, bud. Well, uh, thanks. Well, oh. Oh. All right. Oh. Uh, cheerio, then. Um, I was hoping you'd forgotten right, about that. Yep. Right. Uh, righto. Um, and um, we'll catch you, uh, get you across flippity. the pond. <laughs> or whatever. Goodbye. Okay,